morning, crypto. Good morning, Warriors. Hello and welcome back to another episode of your favorite crypto news channel, Good Morning Crypto, where we bring you the most relevant and impactful crypto-related topics from the top crypto research team in the world. I'm your host, Abs, joined by several members of our 3T family this morning. We got the Italian stallion, Mr. Johnny Crypto. Gonzo, also known as Super G, is in the building. And the man who needs no introduction, the top health, wealth, mindset, and business coach on the planet, and the founder of the 3T Warrior Academy, Coach JV, is in the building to bring us all the latest information. So excited for today's episode. Today on Good Morning Crypto, we'll be discussing how BlackRock has added Bitcoin to its $15 trillion fund indicating the institutions are ready for crypto adoption. The World Economic Forum is setting record-breaking numbers of global leaders attending Davos 2023, telling the world that this is set to be the most complex meeting in decades. Twitter is integrating payments using Stripe to onboard U.S. dollars. Does this bring us one step closer to crypto payments on Twitter? And Bank of America says it could be time to sell your Coinbase stock. And with the launch of our highly anticipated and beautifully created X-Royalty ecosystem, we break down the details, showing our listeners why this project is far ahead of its time. Our show is available on your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Music. And for those of you listening via podcast, our show is live on YouTube Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern at the 3T Warrior Academy channel. So Johnny Crypto, we always start with you, my friend. We are going right to you. Love the Merlin gear. How you feeling? Well, first of all, good morning to all the Warrior Maniacs out there today. Love you guys. Appreciate you for showing up every single day. Also want to say happy 111 day to everybody today. It is a historic day today for the 3T Academy, Collecti, and all its Warriors. So it's super exciting. I can't wait to hop into it. This is a day it's going to go down in history, folks. Oh, baby, I'm all excited. I can't wait to hop into it. Gonzo, I know you may be slightly disappointed. This is going to be an XRP special, and you are the Ethereum expert, but I always <laughs> love when you're here, so thanks for making time for us. How are you feeling? I'm feeling outstanding. Look, I check it out. I brought out my Diamond Hand shirt, you know, bringing it back old school. I was telling Coach uh, when we were talking before the show, I woke up this morning, and I was absolutely vibrating, just like with energy on my drive-in. Uh, I mean, it's going to be a special day. You guys know we always talk about the 111 it's it's since the beginning of the show it's been like showing itself and revealing itself so it's it's going to be a great show and it's going to be a great day because of ex-royalty 100 percent, and man the myth the legend coach <laughs> jv has made time for us this morning coach i'm always happy to have a conversation with you but joining us on good morning crypto and talking about ex-royalty it's a dream come true my friend how you feeling this morning oh i'm just I, I, me and gons were talking about that i just it's such a interesting dynamic i had a great awakening yesterday uh, on just how unbelievably grateful I am to be in this position to be with you guys, because none of this would be possible without any of you guys. Like none of this would be happening without anybody on this show right now, anybody in the Warrior Academy. And it's it's surreal what's actually happening through belief, action and discipline. And I'm just grateful to be here with you guys. And, um, you know, sorry if I look a little jumbled. We've been on like meetings since like 3.30. So it's like boom, 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 back to back. Um, but I'm excited. I'm very, uh, it's been a long 24 hours for this launch. And so we got a lot to talk about today, man. I'm really excited for it, coach. And we're going to start the show the same way we always do by showing you our Good Morning Crypto Twitter account. That's at 3TGM Crypto on Twitter. You get access to every single member of our team. Go smash that follow button. We love talking to you. Johnny Crypto, the Bitcoin Fear and Greed Index has not moved a point. When you check out the daily movers, one of our good friends has taken center stage. We got Flare Networks down 52% yesterday. Well, it's recovering up 40% on the day. Any comments for our listeners, Johnny Crypto? 
Well, you know, everybody wanted the flare airdrop and they got it. And that's exactly what happened. That song bitch dropped like it never dropped before. But again, that's to be expected. You know, at the end of the day, whenever you give away something for free, um, you're going to actually see the true intrinsic value of something. And we saw that the value was 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 just not there. And it's funny because Joel Katz, he calls himself Joel Katz. But David Schwartz talked about that. And he literally said, you know, trying to give away these things with these incentives. The reality is if there's no real value there, it's going to drop like a rock. And unfortunately, that's what we saw what happened with Flair. But now we'll see how it rebounds abs in the long run. We'll see what happens. And what's interesting is I thought people would be incentivized to hold these tokens because anybody who did their research knows if you sold the first 15% on launch day, you're not receiving the next 85% of your tokens over the remaining 36 months. I think that's a big missed opportunity, but we can talk about it later in the episode. Let's dive into the total coin market cap. We're sitting at $851 billion in total market cap. Bitcoin is 39% dominance. Ethereum is about 19%. Bitcoin is sitting at 17300 Ethereum, 1300 XRP, Climbing up 6% on the day, sitting at 37 cents. And we'll scroll right down to Quant Network, which is 117 this morning. Coach JV, before we dive into our articles for today, I'd love to hear how you're operating during this bear market. We had Waters Above on yesterday, and lucky for us, he's anticipating that this this could be an interesting year for crypto. Bear market Mm. could end in October of 2023. What are you anticipating, Coach? Mm, yeah, I don't focus on bear or bull markets. I just um, I'm, I focus on being an intelligent investor. I always say Warren Buffett's time. I've had my same model since 2020 when I started doing the YouTube channel. I always say I was a Warren Buffett style investor. And then I just reread the book Intelligent Investor um, because wealth is made in the bear market. So my strategy has been exactly the same dollar cost averaging every single Friday into things like Ethereum. Anytime I get extra cash, I'm buying more Ethereum. Uh, things like uh, HBAR. You guys got me into the HBAR. I've been really uh, pumping up my HBAR. But just consistently holding. I'm also diversified outside of crypto, leverage life insurance, the precious metals and business. Uh, We are locked and loaded for business this year. We got so many big projects coming out. Uh, Merlin, we got the launch today. And so this year is all about locking in, settling in, getting ready for the recession and getting ready to build generational wealth. This is the generational wealth year that's going to change people's lives if you're ready for it. Coach, you brought up Hedera, and this is a really interesting article we found last night as Hedera is going to be attending Davos 2023. And one of the main things on the agenda is carbon credits. Gonzo, we broke it down yesterday, but I want to hear from you before we get into our articles. What are some of the things you're watching and how do you feel about Hedera attending Davos 2023? Um, I I think it's going to be huge, but kind of going back to the flare conversation, you know, um, you bring up a good point, Abs, of how people just don't pay attention. You, you, You know, they go for the for the quick money and now they're not going to get the rest of their flare. But when you, when you talk about flare, like it's more than just an airdrop, like it's a layer one that is um, super secure. Right. And what it does is it's able to take information from web two and web three um, into its smart contracts. So for me, it's a long-term hold. Right. And what I'm excited about is what they're going to build in the future, what these developers are going to do with the technology. Right. Because basically what you're doing now is you're bringing smart contracts to the XRPL. Right. And that's going to be huge. They're going to be able to build all kinds of stuff. But as far as the market, it's kind of some of the same. Like we're kind of in the middle of of a a rally right now, a a small rally, like what Waters was talking about yesterday. You know, we've been so down uh, in the negative. The altcoins have been down 95, 96, 97 percent. We get some kind of like movement of 10, 20% and everybody goes wild, but it's more of the same, right? We got Friday the 13th coming up. 
Uh, we got the CPI data tomorrow, right? I think the market is expecting 6.5. Um, and so if we get anything lower than that, the market will rally. If we get anything higher than that, then you know we're going to correct. And leading into Friday the 13th, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we rally into that CPI information. It comes out higher and then we come down, right? And so I'll be looking at, I think we're going to come down to about 16.5. And so that'll pull the altcoins down. So, you know, that's kind of what I do. I wait until we get corrections in the market. And then I, I deploy my capital into my DCA strategy. Thank you, Gonzo. And we got 229 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. Crypto Zeus is in the building. And we are going to ask him about BlackRock right now. Coach JV, BlackRock just added Bitcoin to their $15 trillion mm. global allocation fund. And you put out a great video this morning breaking this down. So for our listeners on GMC, what should they know about this BlackRock move? Yeah, first of all, they resist it, then they sue it, then they regulate it, then they join it. I'm not shocked at all. 2022 was a year of, um, well, 2020, uh, you know, the whole ecosystem, they were resisting it, telling you it's a fraud. And then 2022 was all about showing you how bad it was through Celsius, through the stablecoin collapse, through FTX collapse. And now the heroes are going to be coming in to regulate it. And then slowly you're going to start to see these big hedge funds adding them to their portfolio. Uh, just like it was at the Bank of International Settlements, allowed them to add it to their um, to their overall asset allocation. Uh, here it comes. This is this is the adoption part of it, and um, this is where people just need to be really calm and just. It, it, I don't know if you guys saw the article we put out with the World Economic Forum. They've been listening to our channel because they said exactly what we've been saying for two years. They said, "Don't watch what these institutions do. Don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do." It's in it's on one of my videos. If you guys saw that, a comment if you saw that. We've been saying that for two years. Don't watch what the big banks say. Watch what they do. That was in their article around cryptocurrency. And here we come. The adoption is coming. Coach JV, one of the things that sticks out to me is look at how small, <clears throat> sorry, look at how small this asset class is today compared to many of the other established traditional assets we have. Bitcoin is sitting at $0.37 trillion, while gold is $11 trillion, real estate's 32 global GDP is 85 And when you look at the real estate market, it's over $250 trillion. But the statistic that really stuck out to me in this article was it's estimated that only 0.3% of their investment fund could purchase all the Bitcoin existing on global exchanges. And I think that just speaks to how early we are in this market. But Gonzo, before we dive into our next article, do you have any comments on the BlackRock adding Bitcoin to their global allocation fund? Um, you know, it's like like Coach said already, you know, it's hilarious because we've been uh, as we've been covering different stories, you hear like where they start talking about Bitcoin's a scam. There's no intrinsic value. Right. It's going to zero. Well, if it's going to zero and there's no intrinsic value, then why is BlackRock one of the largest hedge funds investing in it? Right. And so it's some of the same old narratives. And like Coach was saying, uh, don't do as they say, do as they do. Exactly. And we're going to get some great indicators as to what they're doing during Davos 2023. The World Economics Forum Davos is set for record-breaking participation as 52 heads of state are attending the global summit. And Coach JV, before we break down the details of this article, for anybody who's not familiar with Davos, maybe you can explain why it's so important. Yeah, Davos, they bring the wealthiest people together, the biggest, um, I don't want to say, well, they are the biggest influencers, people who make some of the biggest decisions in our world come together. And remember, guys, the CEO of BlackRock is on the World Economic Forum. Um, what is it? Not board of directors. The uh, oh my gosh, what's it called? 
the Board of Trustees, the Board of Trustees, and Larry Fink's mission is to move forward their mission and purpose of the World Economic Forum. He's the largest asset manager in the world. So all these people are coming together. And remember, you know, Klaus Schwab, they, the World Economic Forum, all you have to do is watch their videos, and they're going to tell you where we're going in 12 months. You know, he said, be ready for this time. He told us this was coming. They hide it in plain sight. So he's told us exactly. That's why That's why I think I love I love the, your channel. I love the, what we do here is because we're just telling people, as you look this way, there's another narrative, but they're telling you the exact narrative. So when this Davos thing happens, pay attention. Read the documents, guys. Read what comes out. Read all the articles. Nobody's going to be watching this stuff. Whatever they're saying is the future the next 12 to 24 months. And I want to give a shout out to one of our listeners, Mentelect. Me and Johnny Crypto were just talking about how we hadn't seen Mentelect in a quite a while. So shout out to our listener there. <laughs> but let's dive into this article here because there's going to be over 600 CEOs attending the World Economic Forum. And when they're talking about the negative picture they're painting, Charles or Klaus Schwab called this the most complex geopolitical and economic backdrop in decades. Some of the things that they're going to be addressing is energy, climate change, future technologies, health Social mobility, among other concepts. Johnny Crypto, we got a bunch of crypto news prepared for today. But what does it mean to you that all of these global leaders are willing to work with the World Economic Forum? Well, that's how they that's how they have to get them all on the same page, right? When you want to put a plan together and execute something, you got to have a place to do it. Everybody's got to be singing the same tune. They bring them all together. They lay out the agenda at the tops, and then they go and they feed it to the rest of the world. And that's what I, you know, what you're seeing here. Coach said he nailed it right. Everybody's going to be watching Paul Logan videos and J-Lo videos, and nobody's going to be watching, well, 1,200 people. <laughs> and coaches are like, oh, there's 1,200 people that watch the World Economic Forum, and then there's 10 million watching, you know, Paul Logan or whoever the hell he is. You just people have their attention focused in the wrong spot. But for those of us who are awake or paying attention, watch what the World Economic and Devils so are things are happening there, as Coach said. Those are your insights to what's coming um, in the next one, two, three, five years. That's the future. Coach JV, I think it's important to remember that by 2030, you're going to own nothing and you will be happy, at least according mm. to Charles Schwab. But one of the things that sticks out to me about this meeting is the numbers only continue to grow of global leaders who are participating in these World Economic Forum meetings. We're going to have China, South Korea, United States, every single big nation that you can think of and over half the European nations that exist today are going to be attending this meeting. So what do you think is going to come out of this? I don't have as much experience as you. Are we anticipating some big news out of the Davos meeting? Um, I, I don't know about big news. I think Johnny nailed that they're going to be getting their plan together where they're taking us. So they, they, we already know the plan. They're moving us to zero carbon by 23, 2030. All you got to look is BlackRock. You look at Aladdin, look at the co co connection to Coinbase. Everything is zero carbon. Everything's zero carbon. The electric car narrative. We have a climate change narrative. And, you know, people will come in here. I don't know if it's a narrative or not. I don't understand climate change, but I do understand macro and microeconomics. In order to move 80, uh, 80 billion people, soon we'll probably be at 80 trillion people, but 80, 80 billion people, right? You have to have some sort of narrative. You're not going to say, hey, everybody, we're going to move over to blockchain technology. Hey, everybody, we're going to do supply chain this way. You have to have a problem that creates a reaction in the people. Okay, and whoever creates a problem comes up with the solution. It's been that way forever, right? They put everybody in the Coliseum. They got them drunk on the wine. The Trojan horse comes up and inside the Trojan horse. So it's just like a big Trojan horse. The people are inside there ready to deploy. And if you can see the narrative, California is getting smashed right now with weather. I guarantee you, watch, the weather is going to be crazy in the next 12 months. There's going to be food supply problems. We have an egg shortage in Arizona. I don't know if you guys all have that going on. Uh, another thing to look at right now is I, I look at macroeconomics. Um, I'm pulling this up tomorrow. The household debt right now, the credit card debt, pay attention, guys. The recession is coming hard. Mm. Credit card debt is at all-time high. People are now putting their rent, 
their food, their gas on their credit cards, and the consumer credit debt is skyrocketing right now. So we're, we're about one quarter away from a massive recession. Um, and it's all it's all by design. We're going to head into a UBI, universal basic income. The rich are going to get rich. The poor are going to get poor. The middle class is going to get wiped out. And that's what this narrative is about. So you can either be on the investment side or you can be on the consumer side of it. Coach, what do you say every single day? Do as they do and not as they say, as well as this, the, the centerpiece of this agenda is going to be climate change. Well, there's going to be over 1,500 private jets flying into Davos. When you talk about climate change, that's one of the biggest contributors. So Johnny Crypto, really briefly, any comments there? Well, you know, at the end of the day, the best way to control anything, and it's all about control. It's all carbon credit is. It's going to be control. It says what you can and can't do um, in terms of, your ability to produce something. And so if you're not within, if you don't get within this, this framework that they're going to create, and I think by 2020, uh, I think by 2050, they want, you have to be at zero. And the reality is you can't be, there's going to be, there's always going to be certain companies. And that's why there's going to be a thing called carbon credits and you'll be able to trade these things. But when you talk to companies and CEOs and you hear what they talk about, it's It's a tax. It's nothing more than a taxation on companies to hurt them, you know, because they have to now confine and fit into a construct that's almost impossible. You're asking them to not operate on fossil fuels, and that's what drives the world. So it's going to be very interesting to see how this whole thing plays out, Abs. But from what I'm understanding and I'm hearing, a lot of folks say this is just another form of control. If I can add something, Abs, that's why we're so bullish on the XRPL and then you just mentioned on HBAR, right? Because um, as they, like, roll out this narrative of carbon credits – they're going to need a way to verify it, right? Because that's the whole issue is how do they verify actual carbon credits? How do they trade these things? And they're going to bring that to the XRPL, right? They're going to bring those kind of things to HBAR. So, um, you know, that's why we're so bullish on those projects. Coach JV, the irony is literally painful that the agenda is going to be climate change for this meeting and private jets are going to be <laughs> flying in from all around the world. 1,500 private jets. That's ridiculous. What's it mean to you, Coach? And then we'll roll into some ex-royalty news. Yeah, I, I just, it's such an interesting, it's, this is nothing new under the sun. It's, it's a repetitive cycle over and over again. I, I love studying Ray Dalio. It's like, we're in a massive debt bubble. This is all about a debt reset. It's all about, so if you look at the 50 year Jubilee, we're in a massive debt bubble right now. GDP is at 124% debt to income ratio. 33% of America's debt is outside of America. We have the number one most debt outside of our country. We're in a really, really dangerous position in America, in a really tough position. And so, it's just, I mean, they're, they're, the private jet thing, whatever. The carbon credit, it's like, I just look at the economic part of it, man. It's always been this way. The earth heats up and it cools down. The earth heats yep. up and it cools down. I mean, probably waters above can probably articulate this better than I can. But what I do know is that when the earth heats up, people act a little crazy, right? And there's these cycles that, what is JP Morgan says, uh, billionaires use astrology and millionaires use charts, right? So all this is an emotional play. And that's why we teach the War Academy, chill out, take a deep breath, hit an ice bath, do some hit training relax. This is where you're going to get really wealthy. That's why we're so calm right now, because I'm like, I, I hope it stays a bear market for as long as it can, because I'm literally trying to get access to capital cash. All I'm like, where do we get cash? Where do we get cash? Right. And um, it's just such a great time in human history. And, and so I'm, and I'm really, I just want to say something really quickly. I'm really proud of this channel and what you guys are doing, because every time I meet somebody in the airport or something, they say, I love you guys. And it's the word love. And it's a frequency because you guys are keeping people calm. There's a lot of bullshit. These influencers are, you know, doing the sensationalism stuff and chasing stories like Logan Paul, you brought, you know, uh, all this stuff happening. It's like, those are all distractions, fam. 
the more they can get us to look this way, the more they can change that way. And, and you guys are all watching this, a small, small percentage of the population, just so you know. So be proud of yourselves. Well, JB, I'd love to just give you the open floor here. You talked about yeah. how unique our group is. This is going to make our group even more unique. And there's so many opportunities that we're going to dive into. I want to share with our listeners, tier four of this program is something very, very, very special. Not only to me, Johnny Crypto and Gonzo, but I think to a lot of our listeners out there. So Coach JV, just break down for us, what is X-Royalty and why is it so exciting? So X-Royalty, it, it's, it's a battle against our own consciousness. It's not a battle against anybody. We don't fight anybody. We don't argue with people. We don't start shit with people. What we do is we work harder on ourselves than we do anything else. Mm-hmm. First of all, ignore the mint time. I'm going to give you guys the exact mint time. We just got, uh, we've, we've, this is our first minting project. So the mint times will be 444 Central Time. Uh, Eastern and two four four Arizona time. So X Royalty is a passion project, and it didn't start in 2023. It didn't start in 2022. It started in 2017 with an idea, the Three T Warrior Academy, which developed into a family, which is what you see here, which has developed into eight companies and and an ecosystem that we've created of like minded individuals rising together. So X Royalty is to me an extension of our business, right? It's not that people are like, why are you launching in the bear market? This isn't about money. It's not about profit. This right. is about an extension of a business that will be written in history. The Warrior Academy has served over 5,000 people worldwide in the physical world. And now we're going to be moving into the metaverse, into the uh, the way we're going to revolutionize how companies do business in the ecosystem. So it's an NFT project that allows you to get access to our very private events or get, get, a, get a chance to get into our private events and access to our global events, which will there's people all over the world in our academy. I won't dive too much into that piece of it, but um, it's a passion project. It's been it's been worked on for a year and wait till you see the art in this every single detail was handled by our own team there, there's you know you get all these influencers jpegs these are true art done by our team and so much love is put into it and it's a king and queen energy equal crowns rising together and to battle our own consciousness because if, if everybody worked harder on themselves than we did anything else we'd have noted none of these issues we're dealing with right now Thank you, Johnny Crypto. I know you had a comment there. I'm going to give you the open floor. Thank you. Well, no, I just want to touch on something Coach talked about. So typically, a lot of these projects are, you know, especially when they're launched in the the bull market, it's just nothing more than a speculative play taking advantage of a speculative time. And when you get something that launches in a bear market, it actually makes you feel more comfortable knowing that you're not trying to play off a speculative market that's there. In fact, if you're launching in a bear market, you actually have to have real, true, intrinsic value. And what you get with this project and why I'm excited about it is you actually get a piece of the academy. As Coach said, you get to be a part of, of, of events where you normally you know can't have access to. Or as you see, Abs, when you pull up the tiers, there is real value here. If you buy, you know, if you're a tier three, you get free access to the academy for a lifetime. If you're a tier four, you get to come, you know, one lucky, one lucky, um, Listeners or viewers going to be able to get a raffle to come on the show or you're going to get one on ones with us. There's real value here. So to me, that's the difference is you when you when I looked back and thought of all the investments in, in the NFT projects I got in, a lot of them were just like scam hype stuff. Just, oh, I got, you know, FOMO. It was almost like FOMO into NFT and there was no real true value like you see here. Here there's six levels. Six different tiers of value. And, and the great thing is, as a purchaser of this, you get to decide that. You decide what level of value you want, whether it's tier one, tier two, all the way up to tier six. Read the light paper. You'll see it. You decide, and then you come in. That's why it's exciting to me. This is how I think the future is going to – we're almost setting the standard for the way the future is going to operate. 
companies are going to use NFTs to basically sell portions of their, you know, their company, their product, their benefits to people through this way. It's fantastic. It's absolutely exciting. And the fact that we're leading the way on the XRPL just makes it that much more special to me. Coach, what I think is so exciting about NFT markets as a whole is this thing is dead in the general public's perspective. And that's what gets me so excited about the concept of NFTs. Everybody's confusing NFT with a JPEG. An NFT is basically a digital contractor certificate giving yeah. you access to private opportunity yep. and private community. So when you look at the art, the art is a bonus. It's beautiful. It's amazing. But that's yep. not where the real value in these projects are. It's getting access to people you want to be around, getting exposure to unique yep. information as well as unique opportunities. So I'd love for you to speak that a little bit. And then can you break down the tiers for anybody who doesn't know yet? Yeah, absolutely. So you talked about, well, just like they tell us crypto's a fraud, but blockchain's here to stay, right? So the NFT pump and dumps are a fraud and NFT the utilities here to stay, right? And so basically, if you can bring up the 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 tiers for me again. So one thing I want to talk about, something very special, is it's randomized, right? So when you go in and you get your so there's gonna be four very special people that get a very special NFT. Those four people are gonna be flown down to Arizona to spend a whole weekend with me. So just letting your ass know you're getting in an ice bath with me. <laughs> so if you're coming down here, we're going in the ice bath, we're gonna break bread together, you're gonna to train with me, you're gonna hang out with the team, you get a whole weekend down here. Another thing, we have one very special NFT that's gonna be held at the company level, and that's for the NFT holders. So we're gonna be hold it at the company level. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna fractionalize. I'll be careful what I say with you know contracts and stuff like that, but we're gonna fractionalize that one NFT in the future, and we're looking at land in North. Northern Arizona for retreat centers. And so we're going to take that. It's going to be some sort of investment for the token holders that we're going to fractionalize something so that they could be part of the ecosystem that we build. So we do just to kind of give you guys an aspect. If you don't know much about the 3T Warrior Academy, we do financial education. We do uh hit training, uh, subconscious mind programming. We also do retreats. Uh, we did a retreat in Sedona. We have uh, conferences here. So you're going to get access to be able to uh, get to try to get a ticket into the private events. But everybody who's a holder gets access online to the events, which is going to be amazing. So we decided to give every holder access uh, from a virtual perspective to these actual conferences where you get introductions to our wealth building team, to the Good Morning Crypto team. Um, it's an amazing ecosystem. And, and if you look at this, like if you look at what you're going into is, is it's an extension of our company. I just keep saying that. And I, and I, I rightfully can say that because. We took something and built from nothing when they shut us down and built a worldwide academy, right? And then we built this ecosystem of like-minded individuals and we grow together. Now, remember, your network is your net worth, okay? So if you're around a bunch of people who are thousandaires and then becoming millionaires, if you have 100 people who are millionaires, you now have a network and a network, net worth of $1 million or $100 million, Okay, think about it. You have 100 people with a million dollars. This is how you need to start thinking as a wealth builder. If you have a network and a network of $100 million, you go into a bank. If we go into a bank as a group and we say we have a network with a net worth of $100 million, can we get access to $50 million? Absolutely. So start thinking that way. You need to start thinking of your network as your net worth, right? So we're building these ecosystems as we start to go through the bull run and everybody's, you know, financial wealth comes in. We start making decisions where we start to become the Davos type people where we have that type of money. It's just we're one shift away from that, guys. We are one. We're the new Bilderbergs. We are the new the new coach JVs, the new Voskises, the new the new family. I mean, think about it. Just take your last name and you are that. Now, the difference is what are you going to do with that wealth? And that's where we're at. So I want you to think of this as a network and extension of the business. Now, another cool part about it is the, is the gamification. So freaking proud of this team. So we have some people who are gamers within our community, uh, within our team, and they were like, let's take it to another level. 
take the utility out of it and let's put in actual gamification keeping people focused on what matters. So there's going to be special attributes to every single NFT. And you guys are going to, if you see, it looks like a trading card. There's a, there's a hint to it. When you get your thing, it's going to have a special attribute and you're going to be able to play uh, 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 games to challenge each other to get different events and stuff like that. So there's all kinds of moving parts to this uh, ecosystem. And just ignore the, the 50 minutes. Every, it's, every state and every country has a different time. We don't know why that's happening. Uh, it is launching at 444 Eastern time and 244 Arizona time. Okay, The numbers are very, very special. So it's 444 Eastern time and 244 Arizona time. So. Thank you, JV. And for anybody who didn't catch that, you can go to xroyalty.io, xroyalty.io, and that's where you're going to see the countdown and hopefully get access. Hopefully, because my countdown is ahead of everyone else's, I'll be getting the first <laughs> NFT, guys. Pretty exciting. But Johnny Crypto, I'd like to get some closing comments from you, and then we'll roll back into our news. Well, there was a great question from the audience. I think this is so important. Coach, we need to know, do they have to grow a beard before they meet up with you? This is the question that is on everybody's mind. <laughs> I think what will happen is you will grow some hair after you hang out with me. <laughs> there you go, ladies. You hey, get that, that was from a, what, our crypto moms. That was from oh, I love you so much. Yeah, you'll, you'll, yeah, man or woman, you'll grow some chest hair after you do a bass with us. So, yeah, it's Awesome, uh, guys. Coach, you either just made someone more enticed or you made someone stay away. <laughs> 344 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. The quickest way to grow a beard is by getting involved in the X royalty ecosystem. But let's dive into some Twitter development news as Twitter is developing coins feature using Stripe payments on Twitter. This new feature will allow rewards for individuals who are promoting conversations on Twitter, and they're not going to be able to withdraw these rewards until they have about $50 earned. So pretty brief news here, Coach, but I wanted to draw the connection between Stripe and Twitter payments because Stripe introduced global crypto payouts just last year and did beta testing on the Twitter network. Now we have Stripe working with Twitter publicly, but they're claiming crypto is not in the picture. What does it mean to you? Uh, just like BlackRock said they weren't in crypto, right? It's it's the whole, you're starting to see, I, I love that you brought this article up because nobody's paying attention to stuff. You're starting to see all the clicks now. Everybody's like, well, when's the switch hit? It's, it, was, it was hit a long time ago. Now you're seeing all the clicks Twitter, you got Twitter, Stripe, Stripe with crypto, right? It's just going on with the Flare Network. I know we're going to talk about the Flare Network. Flare Network with the, the Ethereum virtual machine, it's going to connect XRP with Ethereum. I mean, everything is all the little clicks. That's what I keep hearing in my head. Click, 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 and there's going to be a big old reaction in the people and then here comes the solution everything's going to connect behind the scenes so yeah everything's going to be done on blockchain all your payments are going to be done you know twitter elon's a genius everybody's like he's lost so much money the dude is going to be a trillionaire i guarantee you he bought data uh with twitter he's a genius he bought twitter they got the open the chat gbt all that stuff it's all connecting guys <laughs> it's a little bit terrifying especially when you call it when you connect the dots between wechat social credit scores and central bank digital currencies. It's like we have these three highways that are yep. slowly converging and everybody who's on a separate path before they know it, they're all going to be on the same road. But Gonzo, I wanted to get your opinion here. We got a statement from Twitter that said, Twitter is where people to go to have conversations about what's happening. And we're focused on helping creators who are driving these conversations, earn money and connect with their audiences in new ways. That's why they they're excited to begin offering crypto payments to creators on Stripe via this new partnership. So this is from April of 2022, a little bit of old news, but we're connecting the stories here and saying there's a chance that inevitably crypto payments are added to Twitter. What does this mean to you, Gonzo? 
um, I think it's the evolution of Twitter, right? We knew when Elon Musk took over that, you know, his original vision for PayPal was to create something that was outside of the existing monetary system. And it didn't work out that way. Instead of like creating a new system, it ended up kind of funneling the fiat system. And so I think this is his second chance. And while they're building this and it's not on the blockchain, I think it builds a really good foundation, like what you found with Stripe, where eventually they're going to turn it into like where you can have crypto. So I think it's just the foundation that they're laying and they're just starting this thing off. Johnny Crypto, somebody commented, said there's a Bitcoin feature on crypto already, or sorry, there's a Bitcoin feature on, already on Twitter, but we haven't seen a large integration of Twitter payments or crypto payments as a whole. What are you anticipating? Do you believe this is only a fiat move or will we see cryptocurrencies added through Stripe? Oh, no, this is a survival move. If you watch what's really going on, this is the beginning of him trying to save Twitter from decentralization. Go, go Google diamondapp.com. It's already actually I'm on it. There's already a Twitter out there that's owned by us, the people. And that's just going to continue to grow. You actually own it. You own your tweets. People reward you for when you say stuff. You actually it's it's paid in the Desos coin right now. And it's owned by Andre Horst and a bunch of other really, really high top end people. And that is where the world is going. Where, where you there's no reason why you shouldn't own. There it is right there. You actually, and actually every single content creator on there actually has like a stock value, right? So you can, I'm looking at somebody right now and this guy's worth a thousand bucks because of his tweets. That's coming. So if Twitter doesn't evolve and get into moving in that direction, centralized companies are going to get eaten by decentralized companies. And, to, and that's what this, that, and Elon's no dummy. He sees it ahead of time and that's why he's already putting something out there. He doesn't want to give up control of Twitter. Well, the only way to save it then is how do you compete with something that people are going to have value? Like Coach's account would be worth thousands of dollars if he was on a decentralized Twitter. And people could actually buy shares of his, his channel. So it's really, really interesting where Twitter, where the decentralization world of it is going. And to me, he sees it already. He's a very, very brilliant man. And he's putting things in place to say, hey, what's the best way to compete with this? Well, the best way is, yeah, you're going to have to do a similar thing. And the fact that now we can get rewarded for our our, our, our tweets and our content is exactly what's happening on the decentralized platforms. You can thank the decentralized platform for that. Cause if it wasn't for that. This would never happen. Thank you, Johnny. And one of the things that sticks out to me about this article is that they're, they're beginning with stable coins and we know that's how they're going to move all of the crypto market into these assets. We're going to talk about stable coins. We're going to criminalize the decentralized tokens and eventually we'll roll out a central bank digital currency that takes the best of both worlds. Not only is it a stable coin, but it's backed by your favorite people, Jerome Powell and the Federal Reserve. We got 343 live listeners joining us. Oh, Show wait, us some love. Did you say Jerome Powell? Let me just bring up the – let's make sure we <laughs> – yeah, we haven't seen this thing in a while, but you, you said the name, so I had to bring it up. There he is. Yeah. He didn't head get of, all the way up. Head of the index, <laughs> Coach. I wanted to get some of your thoughts on this article as well. Although it's not crypto-related, it's hitting the mainstream mm -hmm. news today as all domestic U.S. flights are grounded as the FAA system goes down. Some really interesting news here because we used to talk about cyber attacks all the yeah. time when we first started the show. Those conversations have fallen into the background. After today, we could have more of those conversations going forward. So it says flights across the U.S., including potentially all that fly through domestic U.S. airspace, are delayed this morning as a major federal <clears throat> outage is taking place to the Federal Aviation Authority, meaning they can't send out key hazardous notices to commercial pilots, which is a big deal. I'd like to hear what you think about this news, Coach JV. Is this a cyber attack? What's going on here? 
I don't know. It's so interesting. You had the Southwest, which was one of the wellest run airlines, and they've been having tons of issues. And now this and then the weather in California, it's just a whole new all the new narratives are coming in, man. I don't know. I don't have a lot of education or insight of why this would be happening. Uh, but being shut down, that's part of it. Right. And this is going to cause a massive ripple effect. No pun intended, but a massive ripple effect throughout the airline industry, people's schedules. It, it, it's just a supply chain movement of money. It, it, it's all coming together. It's like pretty clear. I, I don't have any insight on why this might be happening, but so. It is a little bit concerning, especially when yeah. you talk about all of the United States domestic flights being temporarily delayed. Gonzo, well, for reasons that I can't clarify, you may have more insight than I. What do you think about this article here? And then we'll roll into some crypto news. You know what I was just thinking about, like maybe the, the bigger uh, uh, ripple effect like who knows what meeting was supposed to happen that is oh, now shit. not going to happen, right? Uh, what kind of power move was about to like mm. take control and then all of a sudden now this thing happens and then now that deal doesn't doesn't follow through. So that, that's mm. kind of what, what I was thinking about. I mean, you never know. I, I don't put it past the elites to do something like, you know, bring down the FAA just to just to kind of deal with one deal or kind of alter one deal while they mm. affect many lives, you know? So you never know. I love, um, I, I love, uh, uh, Billy's tweet though, or, 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 uh, his post that you just put up, uh, short airlines, long rental cars. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Always it's not a, just the crypto yeah. news channel. Apparently we do all asset classes here, but coach JV, yeah. I found a video that I think you're really going to like from the 43rd treasurer of the United States. This is Rosie Rios breaking down how blockchain technology is going to enhance global commerce, and she's doing it in under a minute. So we're going to let the short clip play and go back to the group. Here we go. You know, the way I think about blockchain, it's a decentralized ledger. So how it records um, your transactions could be anything from, uh, you know, NFTs to real estate to art. And, and there are so many more applications that we don't even know are out there. So, you know, as a great example, my son just started his own startup company, which is this crowdfunding portal for real estate on the blockchain. And when he explained it to me how it works, you know, it really just opens up your eyes about all the other use cases that could be out there. And so when you have that type of kind of sophisticated technology, I mean, think about how the world of technology has changed even in the last few years, right? Whether it's virtual reality, augmented reality, and now applied augmented reality in the metaverse. So I think that the, the, the prospects are out there. I just think it's so exciting to think about how this next generation even uses the blockchain and thinks about commerce. And I think there's just so much more to come. Coach, that plays perfectly, not only to the ex-royalty launch, but to the conversation yeah. that we've been having throughout the episode. She talks yeah. about how a number of use cases are yet to be unlocked. Mm -hmm. And XRPL is the best product in the crypto market to make that advancement in technology. What does it mean to you, JV? By far, man. I, if you guys saw my interview I did with the XRP, and I'm not promoting this, I, and I shared with them I, on the beginning of the show, I wasn't, I'm not, wasn't promoting their project. I was just brought another business owner on XRPH, which they launched on XRPL, a healthcare ecosystem. So you got XRX Royalty, which was launching a community-based ecosystem. They launched a healthcare-based system, like. This is how companies are going to run. And if you are a company owner, you have an idea. It's also so powerful because XRPL is talking to somebody about this in governance. Once, you, once you're able to put governance into these contracts, you can run. You need no third party anymore. 
you won't need a title company. All it's, you know, hotels to Airbnbs, you know, uh, we got, uh, you know, taxis to Ubers. Everything's becoming decentralized where you can become your own bank. Ethereum linking up with Visa, right? The Flare network, which is connecting, you know, connecting XRP and Ethereum and the, all the networks together. That's what the biggest fear is with the, the elites, right? Is because we can literally become our own ecosystem. We can write our own contracts, our own governance. We can do everything that a third party used to do for us. And um, that's what she's talking about. Like what, what, what her son did, that's what we're doing with, with X Royalty. I mean, eventually, once there's governance inside the XRPL contract, we can write all our own governance. We can write our own rules inside of there, all kinds of things um, to take over everything. And so you can create your own banking system with Ethereum and Visa. It's you, like you can do your own bill pay now. Like eventually when they connect that, like I don't need Wells Fargo to do a bill pay. I could just put that into my smart contract. Right. Johnny Crypto, any brief comments there? Or else I've got a video prepared for our listeners where we're talking about how Mark Yusko predicted the FTX collapse and the fact that they were going to use these guys to roll out crypto regulation. But I'd like to get your thoughts on Rosie Rios No, first. no, let's bring our boy on. Let's go. Let's hear him. Okay, we can go right into this thing. Here we go. Uh, Mark Yusko talking about FTX and crypto regulation. Like they're going to punish crypto because of FTX. Right? When, when all is said and done, there's going to be some punishing legislation that comes down to try to slow the growth but it won't kill it because the good news if you're in the space you already won i mean it's not that we're going to win we've already won and so why am i wildly bullish i'm wildly bullish because i see the world that i've lived in my whole life financial services is wasteful bloated overbuilt old that's what i love so much about that clip johnny whoops that's what I love so much about the clip, Johnny. Not the fact that he's predicting the FTX collapse, but he's talking about how the traditional markets are beyond outdated. You have more experience than I. What does it mean to you that he's saying the traditional markets, they can't be sustained without this advancement? You know, and that's what I love about a guy like Yosko with the experience that he has and he brings to the table. But he says it all the time. And right now we're in stage three. Stage one is they ignore you. Stage two, because because you haven't gone away, is then they laugh at you. Stage three is then they fight you. And that's the stage we're in now that he says we'll be in it for four to five years. And this whole thing, if anybody thinks that the FTX thing wasn't set up to do, what have we been saying on the show? What do we say all the time on the show? All right. Again, like we talk about in the Academy, know the game. This is the game, guys. This is where we're going. CBDCs are good. That's the narrative that they want you to believe. Now, how do we get you here? Well, if everybody's here, because this was what was what everybody wants to be decentralized, right? But but the but this takes away control from these guys. Well, they got to make this bad. And how do you do that? Well, FTX was the step was you know the the uh, the pansy, right? It's taken mm-hmm. the fall so that it gives crypto the biggest black eye that crypto has gotten. Yeah. So that that was so that's the problem, mm-hmm. right? They had to create the problem. Now we saw the reaction. Right. Everybody's panicking. Everybody's talking. Everybody and their mother right now is just talking about how crypto is the worst thing in the the world. And it's a scam and it's a Ponzi and it's this and it's that so bad. Check the box. Mission accomplished. They got their reaction. And then soon, unfortunately, soon the solution is coming. Here it is, boys. So, you know, can I say something about that real quick? So, you, Johnny, Johnny, you nailed it. He nailed it. That's what I love, Johnny. It's like, so you look at debt cycles, right? If you look at debt cycles, so in a debt cycle, there's booms and busts, right? So there's booms and busts. So the, the auto boom was one. The dot-com boom was one. The crypto is the, it, it's the same thing every single time. There's low interest rates, 
tons of money being printed. Everybody's excited. Everybody's bullish. Everybody forgets about being an intelligent investor. All these venture capitalists are going into these companies. You got young people coming out with this technology. Sam Bankman Freed example. Everybody puts a bunch of money in there and the elites sit back like this. And they're like, just watch them again. Here they go. Here they go. Leverage them. Leverage them. Go, 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 go. And he goes, pull the plug. Boom. They pull the plug and then they come rushing in with their regulation and they become richer. I, I wanted that intensity to hit your heart so you can see it next time it comes because FTX was like, okay, they're leveraged. They're over leveraged. Let them go. Let them go. And then boom, they pulled the plug on us in 2022. And everybody's like, crypto is a fraud. It happened in the dot-com bubble. And then uh, Ripple's going to come in. The big banks are going to come in and they're going to monopolize all these companies, bring their assets, bring their customers. And then we're going to have a few juggernauts and then who, the people who did it correctly through intelligent investing are going to become richest people in the world like mark used said we already won so i love what johnny says i mean it's just so true it's this is a it's it's a cycle it's the same thing over and over again i don't know if that's how my brain works because my logical circuit but it's like i can just see the cycle in human behavior and it's here we're here right now yeah you know i agree with coach i think when they look back at these times when we talk about like generational bottoms all of that stuff that Yusko was just talking about, regulation, everything that's going to come in, and as it crushes the market, right, and it and it and it brings us to these lower lows. I think we're going to look back at this time frame, and people are going to say, "Man, I can't believe that you lived through that. I can't believe yeah. you were able to invest in these times." Yep. And then now, when you talk about five, ten years or where we're going to be. They're going to look at us and be like, man, you're like one of the luckiest people in the world that you were around during those times and you were able to invest, right? That's what happened with the dot-com bubble, right? After that all went away, it was the people that stuck with it that, that in, you know, Johnny tells his Amazon story, right? That, mm -hmm. that stayed with it and invested in <laughs> Amazon. I hate, I hate to throw salt in your wounds, Johnny, but you know what? You probably just weren't ready, bro, right? You're going to be ready this time. We're yes. all going to be ready. That's the whole point of the Academy, right? It's making us ready, right? Because- uh, like if you've been in the market long enough, right. And you were, and you were here like in 2020, 2021, and you're investing right now, as long as you're being smart about it, you're going to make money. You're going to make a lot of money. And it doesn't matter if we get that bull market, if it's 2025, 2026, whatever, tw whatever that is, right. 2030, as long as you're patient, you're going to make money. The difference is what are you going to do once you have that money? And coach talks about this all the time, right? Most people that win the lottery, they lose it all within a few years. Why? Because they have the wrong mindset. Right. And so you have to have the right mindset if you're going to make money or you're going to be wealthy so that you can keep it. Right. Or else it just goes back to that top one percent happens all the time. Yeah. And, you know, just to wrap this topic up, Abs, I got to throw this in. Gonzo's so right. I think at the end of the day, the universe tries to prepare you for things. Right. And so like an idiot in 1997, when I sold my Amazon, bought at 17, sold at 27, thought I was a genius. Right. Now I'm a moron because it's $3,300. But the reality is, had I kept it, I wouldn't have known any of you guys because I would have been a multimillionaire. I wouldn't have met you guys. And I'm having the greatest time of my life. And I honestly mean that from my heart. You guys know I only speak that way because of you guys. I love you guys. All my business, are, I've had friends for 43 years. And I got all my business with you guys, not them. What does that tell you right there? I mean, I don't have to say anything else, right? The, the retreat, guys, when you come on one of the trees at the Warrior Academy, and I hate to harp on this, but I have to. Because it was so life-changing for me, and I know for the 16 people that were there with me, they all, all 16 people said the same thing, okay? So it's not like, I, you know, there you go. That's proof in the pudding. But it really is true, Gonzo, that you have to be prepared on how to handle what's coming. And the great thing that I've learned from the academy, and I tell the coach this all the time, if it wasn't for the academy right now when my account is down big time in the red, I'd be panicking like shit. 
all my family members that got them all in crypto are all beat. I mean, it would be horrible, right? But no, cool as a cat, calm, DCA, buying it, not even worried. Because I know already for the for the situation I went in the past and where we're going in the future. Thank you, True Ducal. Love you guys too. Um, it's just so refreshing to be around a bunch of like-minded individuals. And that is what the 3T Academy, and more importantly, I got to give Coach credit. It's just it's, it's his magnetical spirit magnetism there that i was attracted to and his sincerity that brought me here and, and it brought us all here and then we all got to connect and you know become best friends and it's freaking awesome but to me uh gonzo sorry i didn't mean to ramble on but it was just so important something you said there being prepared of how to handle the wealth that's coming so important and i guarantee you right now most of you i love you guys but you're not ready you're not ready you need to join the academy click on the free link below come and start having conversations with like-minded people and boy you're going to see your life change and explode in directions you can't even believe. So that's my uh, that's my soapbox speech. I'm done. Coach JV, when I first joined the academy last or almost three years ago now, unbelievable. Almost three years ago, one of the first things you taught me was do at watch what they do and not what they say. Yesterday, JP Morgan called Bitcoin a Ponzi scheme, and we talked about it briefly on the show. I needed to get your opinion because everybody uh, remembers 2017, JP Morgan firing employees for buying Bitcoin while at the same time working in that asset space. So please expose the game for our listeners. Yeah, I just, I mean, you just got to watch Jamie Dimon in front of Congress. I mean, he said, he, people don't catch this stuff. He said, cryptocurrencies, a fraud or a Ponzi scheme, whatever. But he says, but blockchain technology is here to stay. They say it real quietly. Like crypto is blockchain technology, dude. Like it's like, and so they, they've been playing this narrative. So they want you to, they're talking about the Dogecoins and the Shibas, no offense to the Doge army and all that stuff. And do I, do I think it, I have some of that stuff, but it's just like, you have to understand that there, there's a massive game being played right now. You have to understand what the intrinsic value of cryptos are going to be. Look at it, read the book, intelligent investor. I'm going to keep bringing it up. What are the intrinsic value? Bitcoin's going to be here to stay. It's a commodity. Okay. Ethereum is deep in the banking systems. So I don't believe anybody. Ethereum's deep in the banking system. I am stacking the shit out of Ethereum. It's going to be part of the new banking system. Okay. Then you got the ISO 20002, however you guys do I say it wrong every time. You have all those tokens. Just look at the ecosystem and how that's built. Diversify across those and hold. Just hold. And get your Merlin app. So when the when the when the bull market comes, make sure you have an exit strategy. Make sure, and when you do that, make sure you okay. So when everybody's celebrating, start getting out and secure that wealth. That's what I I, I should have done differently last time. I should have secured more wealth. I'd have been a lot wealthier right now, to be honest with you guys. I, I watched it go up. And I played the game, we, our own game. We got beat at. I was like, shit comes collapsing down in 2022. Admittedly, just like Johnny, we made a mistake. It was like, okay. It was like, now we will never do that again. That's why we're making this. Exactly. It's not your fault, coach. You didn't have Merlin at the time. It's not your well, I fault. Didn't. I had a spreadsheet in 2020 and 2021, a spreadsheet that I was using. And I'm sitting here training people. I'm sick working, you know, we're building the Academy and I'm like, oh shit. And I would be watching crypto.com. It's pumping. I'm like, oh, now I have to go look at my spreadsheet. And it was like that. That's how the inception came. Cause Johnny looked at the spread we had the spreadsheets and he's like man we can build something like this and we started talking about it and then inception cool. of that but anyway my point behind it guys is um i don't know why we what, what, what we're talking about <laughs> uh, we're about helping the community coach. yeah yeah, yeah. No, we were, you're talking about how jp morgan said yes, jp morgan that bastard so they yeah. said yeah they just uh, not jp morgan the person it's probably jamie diamond but they just <laughs> Just, just whatever they say, whatever they say. So this is, was, uh, I have a logical brain generator, right? So when somebody says something, okay, let me give you an example, okay? And this is not for, against, I'm not, I'm a very unbiased, I just do things based on supporting my family and safety. So 
I'm sitting there at a cabin and JP Morgan is announced that they're turning a blind eye to the Jeffrey Epstein sting. Okay. I'm watching the news. And then all of a sudden, Andrew Tate gets arrested for the exact same thing. Hmm. News went from that. Boom. Over here, millions of views and everything went off of JP Morgan. The literally the news stopped on JP. It literally, I was watching it. It stopped. The big news stations didn't cover it. And it was all about Andrew Tate and sex trafficking. So, I don't know for or against if he did anything. I don't know the dude. I don't hang out with him, nor do I research him. I don't know. I, I know he's one of the most popular people in the world, but there's something to that. It was the exact same day, like hours apart. And I'm like, okay. So they're like, oh shit, JP Morgan, boom, let's get some. Let, look over here, the number one influencer in the world. I'm not supporting him. I don't know. I, or for or against, just, just listen to what I'm saying. Pull yourself into the logical. So when news happens, that's what I do. When they say cryptocurrency is a fraud, that means that I need to get into it. That's just, it's logic. It's logic. If somebody that big is telling you, if they're constantly telling you something, what do narcissists do? I just study what narcissists do. <laughs> just study what a narcissist do. And they're being narcissistic to us and they're kind of playing games with us. So I think yeah. one of the questions that Johnny, I'm going to kick this right to you, but one of the biggest conversations around the Andrew Tate is people are debating whether he actually committed those crimes or not. And I think that the bigger issue is that he always talks about tools of the matrix. Anybody who's even seen a clip of him on TikTok talks about the matrix, the matrix, the Matrix is now using him as a distraction. I think you just referenced it there. There are billionaires. The men who control the world were being exposed for something so disgusting. I won't repeat it. And at the exact same time, one of the largest influencers on the planet is arrested. Okay. Whether he's guilty of those crimes, no idea. I hope not because that means there wouldn't be yeah. those victims who got hurt. But at the end of the day, if he's a criminal and he was arrested, I think the timing is unprecedented. And I think it's Crazy. not a coincidence. Crazy. Like, like, you nailed it, dude. I can't say it better. That, that's what I was trying to explain. I couldn't articulate because I don't want to because I don't want to make this channel and I, I don't want to sensationalize things. I don't want to go after other people like I have respect for every human being. You know, I, I will pull the log out of my eye before I ever pull the speck out of somebody else's eye. Right. So I don't know if he did anything wrong, but it's impeccable how you explained it, that at the exact same time. That's really interesting. And there's all these people on the island. I was in banking. Banking's shitty. I was, I worked in the banking system. We were manipulating stock prices. Shitty things happened then. So I can say from personal experience, I watched us manipulate stock prices. So there's a lot of shitty stuff happening, but the CEO that worked for our company got off with nothing. Like I think his fine was $10 million, $10 million. Stan Bankman Freed's going to be going to jail for a long, well, who knows? Say he's going to say he goes to jail for 10 years. The CEO of a company that was manipulating stock prices just got a little fine in 2020. It just went under the radar, $10 million yeah. after frauding customers for years. So it was the same, it was the same thing with the Bernie Madoff scandal, right? Mm -hmm. Like he ended up going to prison. But when you look at it, like all the people that were complicit, that that Ponzi scheme account had three to six billion dollars at times. And mm -hmm. JP Morgan ran that and they never said anything, right? They knew the money that was going into that and going out of it. And they could have raised, like, if I go to the bank right now and try to move $10,000 at a chase, they're all over me, right? But this guy was moving three to $6 billion and they did nothing. And in the end, all they did was pay fines, right? Not Nobody only went to jail, but they were complicit in what he did, right? And it happens yeah. all the time. Coach yeah. talked about, like, Wells Fargo, they just got fined billions of dollars for all the shady things mm -hmm. they do. They continuously break the law and yep. do all the things that they bit, blame Bitcoin for, right? All the money laundering, all the nefarious things. The banks do it and nobody goes to jail. They just pay their fine because they've made a shit ton of money. They pay their fine and they just move forward and they keep doing it.
And you know, what's funny, not only did, did, did they not do anything, but the SEC had plenty of chances to stop it and they didn't. But there's this whole thing goes back to the game. And yep. there was a movie about it that you guys were probably well, Abs, you weren't even in diapers, you know. <laughs> you were you were born for sure. A movie, and you guys should go watch it. It was called Wag the Dog. Okay? Mm. And it talks about how yeah. the game is played. So when the tension is in an area where they don't want it, they create another story and they drive all the attention there. Go watch Wag the Dog, folks, and you will understand how the world works in the way the attention spans move. So whether he's guilty or not, and I don't know, I don't have a clue. All I know is, <laughs> even said his all time, I don't watch the news anymore, but they used to say the elites will punish other people for their sins. So they usually will, will mm. arrest people for things that they do. And so no wow. surprise you know, if that is the case. But watch Wag the Dog, folks, because that's how the world works. When they mm. don't want the attention in one place, they will create a story to do exactly what co and coach that's what really got me excited when you always used to talk about while you're looking over here mm. <laughs> they're doing something back here that's exactly right they're going to shift the attention mm. now everybody's talking about what what are we talking about today andrew tate mm. what are we not talking about what's going on at davos so what's going mm. on in the world economic forum yeah. or what's going on what they, yeah. they this this fit all the airlines are shut down today why mm. is everybody not talking about what's going on what's had to happen behind that right nobody's thinking about that right mm. so Again, wag the dog. You're gonna see a lot of that, folks. Great movie. Yes, Coach JV, and there's even more news on the on the front when it comes to the U.S. As the U.S. House passes a bill to cut funding for 87,000 new IRS agents, and we know that if anybody's been studying what the government's been doing when it comes to Venmo payments, those $600 payments are top priority for the U.S. government right now. So <laughs> it's a little bit exciting to see that the IRS is going to be cut funding. I'd like to hear your opinion. What do you think of this news? Yeah, this is great news, man. I was really excited to see this. It's like, uh, who knows what that was for? But uh, well, we know what it's for. But that was really exciting. That, that that what I saw in this is a positive direction. I saw something positive. I'm like, that's good. We're moving in the right direction. Um, yeah, I, I just, I, I just, one thing I don't mess with is the IRS. So I do the best I can to mitigate my task liabilities, but I don't mess with mm -hmm. the IRS. Like one thing is, um, I'll bring up this quick story. I don't want to take take over the channel, but there was a gentleman. You guys remember when we went to the retreat? That guy that went completely sovereign, remember? Yes. And I sat with him, and he was like, "Listen, it was the greatest thing I ever did for my relationship with God, but the worst thing I ever did to be a citizen because he can't mm -hmm. do anything. He can't do anything. If he, had, you know, he doesn't have to pay taxes. Completely sovereign. Doesn't have a social. He can't purchase anything. He can't. He's just cash. And what if cash goes away? What does he do? He can't have a digital ID. He can't do, he can't operate in the normal ecosystem, which good or bad and different. I don't know. I don't think any, you know, I, I, I like luxuries. I like traveling around the world. We're, and that's the thing with the things being shut down. Like I've been traveling a lot and we're getting a private jet, man. At some point we're going to have a 3T private jet. 100%. I'm so tired. We'll of be flying into Davos coach. Absolutely. Okay. We'll, we'll go out there with our your beards and you know, it's like, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know why I'm bringing that piece up, but it's just, it's important to understand like just, yeah, know the game. The game is always going to be the same. It's just going to cycle itself, right? But how do you how do you change the game? You change yourself. Stop fighting an invisible enemy because you're going to always be sick. Coach JV, I'd love to just get a couple of questions in here before the end of the episode. How can our listeners find more information about the Warrior NFTs and minting off the Zoom wallet? Do you have an answer to that question? Yes, uh, this should be on the website very soon. We're going to be jumping on the non-fungible show coming up. Um, on the website, it should be there should be a video on the bottom mm -hmm. down there in, uh, in questions. Um, it'll show you a step-by-step -step video. If it's not on there, I'll get it on there right away. It should be on here. 
Uh, what is Zim Wallet? There, everything you need is down there. I see it right here, actually, Coach. So There's one in Discord, too. I, yeah, I know sure. someone posted one in Discord yeah. on how to create a Zoom wallet, and then there yeah. was one a follow-up one on how to mint. I think it's coming. Perfect. Yeah. And so, guys, I'm going to I'm gonna make sure the link is working down below, but also it's xroyalty.io. That's xroyalty.io, and then you're going to scroll down. There'll be a questions tab. That <clears> Zoom <throat> question is answered right there. But, Coach, we're going to close the show out the same way we always do by saying thank you to each one of our special guests. Thank you to Gonzo. Thank you to Johnny Crypto. And thank you to our fearless leader, Coach JV. We got 352 live listeners joining us. Show us some love. Smash that like button. We'll see you guys in 23 hours. And like we always say, Warriors, get your shit together, baby. Thank you for joining. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> love you guys. Love you, Coach. Love you. Love you guys. Let's go.